Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today Recharge and Renew, Spring Clearing of Your Life Clutter with Julie Carasio. Are there emotions you need to let go of? Is your physical space filled with things you no longer need? Are you stuck in clutter? Albert Einstein quotes, out of clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. That's so profound. Decluttering our lives is a form of self-care and releasing what no longer serves us to craft the life we desire. And this creates space for new energy and opens up new possibilities. So let's tidy up our lives, sort ourselves out, return things where they belong, give away what you no longer need, and you will see the abundance in your life. Clearing clutter gives us a sense of clarity, calmness, and control. And our amazing guest and expert on decluttering our lives is Julie Carasio founder of We Reawaken Your Brilliance. She helps us with recharging and renewing by spring clearing life clutter. Julie is an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. She's passionate about supporting people and clearing clutter in all areas of their lives getting organized and becoming more mindful and aware. Julie is the host of the self-help podcast, Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out. The author of 10 books, including Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. That's so empowering. And we're taking live calls from listeners, so call now and take advantage of this opportunity. USA Callers, dial 1-888-346-9141. International Callers, dial 001-480-553-5760. And now I welcome Julie to our show today, Recharge and Renew, Spring Clearing of Your Life Clutter. Hey, Jean. Welcome, Julie. I'm so pleased for you to return to Love Light on such an empowering topic. And, Julie, we have have experienced so many losses, especially resulting from the health pandemic, those expected and unexpected losses, so much adjustment and emotion invested. And I'm so glad for you to be here to provide some sense of relief, recommendations, and awareness to open space for new possibilities. So. so I'm sorry. I'm just thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be back. <laughs> yes, yes. We we do need uh, information on this topic. I think there's no one out there who doesn't have issues with clutter in some form or fashion. And I love for you to tell us about yourself and what inspired your interest in living a clutter-free life, which lies at the heart of freedom and truly living. 
Well, you know, the truth of the matter was I've always been interested in personal growth work because I always want to be the best person that I can be. Because if I'm at my best and that supports me in modeling that for others and it allows them to be their best. But I was with a client. I started my business in 2009 and she said, can we just talk? And I was like, sure, you're the client. And, you know, a lot of times you go in there, you just clear the physical clutter, but it's, we don't get to the deeper issues, which are more important. And so after that client, it was kind of an aha moment for me. I was like, oh, you know what? It's less about organizing and it's more about clearing the clutter. And I began to think on that more and bring in my own personal development work because when you clear your clutter, you can, as you've mentioned, you can create the life you desire. So it's about getting to the root of that and opening up the space so we can call into our life what we want. Oh, wow. That is so interesting. And many thanks to the client you worked with who was inspirational mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, helping you really uh, move into this passion on clearing clutter. And Julie, I know for me, you know, in the past, holding on to stuff, collecting more stuff, it was self-soothing. <laughs> and, yes. And it was, but there was inner work needed for personal freedom that's so essential for our well-being. And I realize that now. And Julie, Julie, can you just talk about uh, clutter? Uh, you know, you have a different definition of clutter. What is it? Absolutely. My definition of clutter is this. Clutter is anything that prevents you from creating the life you choose, deserve, and desire. And so when we look at that, that allows us to look at the bigger picture, right? Because we're the sum of all our parts. So if we have some mental clutter, that's going to be affecting our relationships, possibly our health. We have financial clutter. It could be creating physical clutter for us. It could be creating emotional clutter. And so seeing the big, broader issue of what clutter is and how it's affecting our lives. It's kind of all wrapped up together, right? This clutter. Yes, (laughs) Yes, exactly. I I love that. Uh, And when you talk about, you know, relationship clutter even, and of course, uh, how that can even block us from manifesting love in our lives, carrying the baggage and burdens from the past past and holding on, waiting for things to mm-hmm. happen. Talk about relationship clutter. And, and really, what it really boils down to is the relationship with ourselves, which is the most important. It absolutely is the most important. And, you know, self-love is most important in my view of anything, because when you love yourself, you aren't going to tolerate that relationship clutter of someone treating you poorly, of someone pushing through your boundaries, right? It begins there and saying, you know what, I love myself enough to say no, to set a boundary. And as I mentioned a moment ago about things being related, I love you talk about, you know, like a relationship blossoming. If you have a cram closet, that might be an impediment to having a relationship because someone walk, come into your life and they're like, oh man, that cluttered closet, I don't know if I can deal with it, right? And they might not even be aware of it, but just something energetically puts them off. And so that's why I want people like, oh yeah, you know, it's not just about my physical stuff, but how can it affect my relationship? So does that make sense as one example? That is perfect. Uh, when I, from your example, it's like you really physically don't have the room, no room for another relationship, right? Yeah. If you have all the everything stuffed or whatever. And is that kind of sending a a, a subconscious message for ourselves uh, that's a block? Maybe you really don't want it at the heart. Or you say you do, but you're not creating and opening up that space. I believe it does. 
because remember, as you know, well, no, everything's energy. So yes. you, know, you might not be saying it, but it's, it's going to show up in your life. And whatever's going on the inside of our life is going to be reflected on our outside of our life. And so if you're like, oh, hmm, maybe I want a relationship, maybe I don't, then that's going to manifest in the closet as one example. Mm, wow, that is so interesting. Uh, what will happen if we d- do not declutter our lives? And on the opposite side, what are the benefits if we do declutter? Well, if we don't declutter, remember, everything, clutter is stuck, stagnant energy. So we're most likely going to stay put. We're most likely not going to expand and enrich our lives. You know, life is about living and growing and learning. It's not just about being stuck and never moving forward. And I just hope that I'm never in that place. And so if we have a lot of clutter, it can cause asthma, for example. If you have a lot of physical clutter, you can have a cluttered space and have all that dust coming up, or you might not be getting sleep. You know, sleep as I age, my focus this year has been on health and being getting better health. Sleep is a foundation. And if you have stuff on your bed, you're not going to get a good night's sleep. If you don't get a good night's sleep, that affects everything in your life. And so, you know, there it, it costs you peace of mind. If you walk in or like, ah, oh, you know, you can't relax in your house. And so the things, if you do declutter, you're going to save time. You're going to most likely find money. One thing I have been doing this since 2009, every single time, and this is the only <laughs> thing I can say this with, every single time I've helped someone declutter, I've found money. So you're most likely have money. It's going to bring you peace of mind. It's going to reduce your stress. I mean, really the benefits are endless. You know, that's a real motivator because sometimes we stash stuff away and don't mm-hmm. forget we have it. Don't, you know, forget where we stashed it. And, you know, that is a motivator. So uh, perhaps it will motivate listeners to, you know, start, you know, clearing out some things. And Julie, you work a lot with, uh, as, a, as a certified life coach, end of life organizer. I want to just talk about that a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, your work with uh end of life organizing and I think you know you and I both kind of shared about you know mm-hmm. some losses that we had and I recently lost the pet that I've had for over th- 20 years and you know having to kind of clear out and you know look at the newness and refresh you know and sometimes clearing after loss is not you know it's not an easy thing to do perhaps there's a certain time and I've hear about people kind of hold on to stuff uh, of their loved ones or whatever, I guess, for memory. So do, do you have any advice? Because I know that uh, during these challenging times, there have been many losses. Yeah. Well, first, I just want to take a moment about grief. And uh, Gina knows well, I'm in the middle of uh, yes. we're losing our cat. We lost yes. our my mother uh, last August. And when the good thing about that, we never want to see anyone go, but death is a part of life is when you grieve, it cracks your heart open in a good way. And that allows you to expand. It allows you to bring more love into your life because you really talk about letting go and being open to possibilities. I just think that that's an important thing to remember. You know, for people who are listening, there is no timetable to clear out and do everything. And one thing I want to mention that I tell my clients all the time is I see people, oh, you know, that was my mom's even if it's been boxed up for 20 years. I truly believe this. And I said this, and when my mother died, I was with her and I I believe it even more. When people go to the next adventure, they want you to be happy. They don't want you holding on to their stuff if it causes you anxiety or it's become a burden. 
So trust that if you're like, you don't want it, give it to someone who can use it. You people aren't on the other side saying, OMG, you gave away, you know, that coffee pot that's 50 years old or whatever. They're not doing that. They want you to be happy. And so I just encourage people, if you're going through that process to remember that don't feel obligated because no one wants you to feel obligated. That's wonderful because, you know, even with, as you talk about energy, the objects and energy, perhaps they're holding on to an object that's a reminder of something that wasn't that pleasant. And every time you look at that object, you bring back memories of, you know, some negative experiences. So uh, I love what you're saying, you know, really kind of sort it out, look at, you know, what you need to let go. Perhaps it can be better used by someone else. I think that's a great point, and I'm so glad that you brought it up. I've worked with people, oh, well, so-and-so gave me that at our wedding 30 years ago, and I said, okay, the the reality is they are most likely not going to show up at your house and say, hey, where's that thing that I gave you? They're probably not going to remember, and if they do, you know, that invites an honest conversation. Oh, you know, I loved it at the time, but it just no longer suits who I am, and if, remember, what other people do is about them, and how we respond is about us, so... When I give a gift, I say, hey, I tried my best, but if you don't like it, feel free, give it away. Like, I don't want it to become an obligation to you. That's super important. And I just want to add that uh, that you picked up on something else as well, is one of the mistakes that we make, or not mistakes, we just sometimes lack awareness, is we say to an object, we put our memories onto that object. Yes. We think, oh, that reminds me of blah, blah. The memories are on our heart. Or, yes. And in our head, they aren't on that object. And that's a lot of times where we get tripped up because we're afraid, oh my gosh, if I let this object go, then the memory's going to go and it's not. You have that in your heart and in your head. Wow, that is so meaningful. I just want to share some highlights from an article that I uh, published in Savannah East, you know, uh, healing after the loss of a pet. And I'm glad that you touched on grief. You know, and I indicated some highlights, allow time to grieve, Mm -hmm. follow the path of unconditional love, because even with pets and our loved ones, they've shown, perhaps they've shown us uh, unconditional love. And I know, especially pets, appreciate those memorable moments. And as Julie indicated, as you indicated, the memories are in your heart, not necessarily an object. (laughs) And, um, you know, Establish daily rituals and new routines. I think that's helpful because sometimes we get stuck in that grief process. And, mm-hmm. you know, my philosophy is that in order to change our, you know, uh, our thoughts, taking action, uh, some behavioral act to make a change can make us feel so much better. Yeah. And, you know, I w- would also add talk to your loved ones. I talked to my mom. I believe she's here. I know for me personally, that when I see a butterfly, that that's my mom. And especially right after she died, I can't begin to tell you how many butterflies I'd see when I was paying attention. Like I'd see it on a shirt. We were hiking in a mountain and someone comes out with a butterfly on their shirt and the park's practically deserted. So there's no shame. Talk to them. They're still there. They're just in another form. And if that helps you grieve and heal, then that's a good thing. Good. I love that. And Julie, uh, talking about emotional clutter or mental clutter, uh, a lot of people are holding on to regrets. Perhaps, you know, I didn't say those final things I should have said. Looking back, I wish I should have, could have. You know, that verbiage that keeps us stuck Mm -hmm. and holding on to past burdens and baggage, feeling guilt, remorse Mm -hmm. over things that they could have done or should have done. You know, and this leads to feeling 
unloving, unlovable, and unworthy. What are your thoughts about this emotional clutter that we hang on to before we move into break? Uh, You know what? You can still, just because someone's passed on, like, you can talk to them. You can write a letter and then burn the letter. You know, depending on what the thing is, what's important for you is to find emotional release. So I love the burning bowl ceremony, writing something and then burning it and letting it go. You can go to someone's gravesite and talk to them, but you can't change the past. So your focus has to be in the present moment. What can I do to help myself heal and move forward? And, you know, I don't like the term mistake, Because I'm learning. I'm always learning. How can I get better if I don't learn and stumble and fall? And so don't beat yourself up about it. It's about my powers in the present moment. What can I do? What action can I take right now to release my emotional clutter and move forward and find something that works for you? I love that. I've done that, actually, you know, write the letters and burn Mm -hmm. it up and release it out into the universe with new uh, uh, thoughts and dreams and uh, manifestations. So I'm so grateful that you shared that. Well, Julie, I think we're up for a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Recharge and Renew Spring Clearing of Your Life Clutter with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio founder of Reawaken Your Brilliance, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. She's the author of Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Stay tuned for more on this interesting, life-changing episode. We are taking live calls from listeners, USA callers, dial one 346 9141 international callers dial 001-480-553-5760. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, 
You can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of love, and if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, an expert on decluttering. On our show today, Recharge and Renew, Spring Clearing of Your Life Clutter. She's the founder of Reawaken Your Brilliance, an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. Julie is the author of Got Clutter, 365 journal prompts, reclaim time, money, sanity, 
and resources. And again, we're taking live calls from listeners, uh, USA callers, 1-888-346-9141. International caller, you can dial 001-480-553-5760. Take advantage of this opportunity if it speaks to your heart. Julie, you have given us uh, some great insight on why decluttering is important. We've talked about physical and emotional clutter and how, you know, being stuck can inhibit uh, opportunities and opening doors. But, you know, it's uh, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk more about the, the kinds of clutter and maybe uh, some examples and maybe take us through some steps or just take it away? Sure. So let's talk about spiritual clutter, right? Definitely with this show. So spiritual clutter can be things like not forgiving. Mm. You know, we think that, oh, I'm going to hold on to this and not forgive this person and it's going to affect them. And you know what? It really doesn't. It affects you because they're taking up rent in your head. They're taking up space in your head. It, you know, that if we don't forgive after a while, we become more bitter. Or it can be something like not having gratitude, right? Yes. And with so much going on, like, you know, COVID's a good example. It was really hard for a lot of us. But what I encourage people to do is what can you find about the good in COVID? Wow, you know what? We had less air pollution. Wow, I got to spend more time at home with my cats. Wow, my husband didn't have to commute and that saved us money. You know, if in challenging situations, can you find something good? And so what spiritual clutter do you have in your life? And so becoming more aware of that. And you have mentioned health, which I think is super important. Are you not going to doctor's appointments, right? Or you're not getting your teeth regularly checked, things of that nature. And then energetic clutter, like how does your space feel? Are you an empath? Do you take on other people's thing? Or, you know, our intuition is there to support us and help us make decisions. So many times we dismiss it when we're picking up on the energy. We might not be able to say, hmm, just something feels off. Uh, you know, I just feel like I need to get out of this place. And so being aware of those different areas. You know, I love that uh, the spiritual clutter and and not forgiving. And we know that the downside of that. Uh, and, of course, the forgiving of yourself, <laughs> you know, yes. these acts of self-care. And I love what you said about gratitude and even health, taking care of, which we talk a lot about self-care. You know, cluttering, what, uh, eat, probably bad eat, eating habits or whatever. Not, or not exercising, sleep. yeah. Okay. You know, not, not stretching. As mm-hmm. I know, I'm, as mm-hmm. I get older, I'm like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. if I don't stretch in the morning, forget it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you mentioned self-care. And so the thing that's important is that people stay fluid with that. So, for instance, a uh, a nap is maybe what I need. One day I need a nap. Or, or, no, here's an even better example. So I try to exercise five or six days a week. But if I'm sick, exercising isn't a form of self-care. It usually is a yes. form of self-care to make me feel better. But if I then, you know, maybe that day I need to rest. And so okay. being aware, like, what do I need right now? What can I ask myself in this moment? What do I need to do to take care of myself? Mm, I love that because we're all, you know, unique in our own ways. And, you know, if you have some kind of a disabling condition, perhaps you can't do a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, exercising, but th- perhaps there are days where you need to just rest. And I love what you said about that. 
Uh, and uh, so taking care of our physical body is so important. And what about comfort foods? Because that's kind of like stuffing, clutter, right? Uh, we can rely on comfort foods that's self-soothing. What are your thoughts about that? Is it oh, at health? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's a, I'm so glad you brought that up because I definitely uh, tend to be an emotional eater. And that's something that I've had to become aware of and saying, okay, stop, take a deep breath. What is it that you need to feel? Mm. Right. If I'm stuffing my face is a way to stop feeling. So if I can just kind of break that pattern and say, oh, OK, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a deep breath. What is it I need to do? Maybe I need to scream. Maybe I need to cry. Maybe I just need to move my body. You know, when kids are having temper tantrums, they're doing that. They're not happy. Right. They're upset about something and they instinctively know, you know, watch it, da, 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 get it out. And then they're done and then they move on. We tend to keep st- things stuck and you know everything's energy so if we don't release that then it may remain stuck within our field and you know you can do a lot of research on this but people will talk about how disease starts off on an energetic level you know I'll share personally I had half my thyroid taken out in December of 2020 now the thyroid is fifth and I'm not an expert on this but I know it's a throat chakra the fifth chakra and you will never convince me that the fact that I didn't speak up for myself, didn't stand up for myself, wouldn't allow my authentic voice just to be stifled for years. I believe that that's part of why it manifested into cancer and having that growth. And so I'm like, you know what? We're not doing this again. I'm speaking my mind. I'm standing up and using my voice because I'm not going through that again. Mm, That's beautiful. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about mental clutter, the thoughts that we have. Perhaps we spend our days uh, trapped in negative thoughts, mm-hmm. that the self-condemnation uh, uh, and self-judgment, self-criticism, mental clutter. Can you speak to that? Sure. So that mental clutter might be insomnia because you have racing thoughts at night monkey mind, as I like to call it. It's like your mind never seems to shut off. And a lot of times we're so on autopilot, we're not even aware of it. I remember someone saying to me, oh, you know, you post a lot of negative things on Facebook. Well, first one I was on it, however long ago. And I was like, nah. And then I looked and I said, ooh, yeah, I do. I'm using Facebook to complain a lot. We, what am I, well, what do I need mm-hmm. to do? Well, I need to express how I'm feeling. So mm-hmm. first become aware, what is my mental clutter? You know, you might not be aware that you're on autopilot with all these negative thoughts. And so become aware. And then what do you need to do that? And I always say become present, right? Because notice where you are, because most of the time we're either in the past or we're in the future. We are not fully in the present moment. That is so true. And for some reason, you know, with our thought patterns, why is it that we have a tendency to focus more on a negative thought rather than positive? Or if we had a negative experience, so to speak, or negative interaction, we'll reflect on that all day and miss the 10 positive experiences we've had. Because you know what? I don't think most of us grew up with people saying, you know, hey, you're wonderful. You're great. We were criticized. We're criticized by society. Society tells us this is, you know, how you should look. This is how you should act. And so when we don't fit into that square little box, we're constantly getting these negative messages. We're not good enough. We're not worthy and we're not loved. And so it's easy to understand why we typically go to that. You know, it's not like we're taught in schools. How can you have a positive sense of self, right? right? And unless you do work with someone or, you know, really motivated to read books, you're listening to your show. For those of you listening, awesome, because you're doing the work 
knowing something, hey, something's got to change. What can I do about that? So it's, you know, not something that we are uh, set up to easily go to the positive. Most of our experiences take us to the negative. Mm, that's that's so uh, empowering. And this is a perfect segue for a conversation on comparison, because, mm. you know, with social media and Facebook and the postings that we see and a lot of the illusions of uh, friendships and relationships, you know, people can look at a post and, wow, I'm not in a good relationship or I don't have that or, you know, I don't have the resources. So the energy of comparison, which you know, takes us into that self-criticism. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, that mental clutter as well? Oh, yeah, no, a thousand percent. And it's super <laughs> important to take a social media break. And I'm going to use an example to me, which I thought was a national example. And uh, I don't follow them, but apparently, I don't know when this was, and it was in the last year, Chloe, one of the Kardashians, got upset that a real, quote unquote, an unfiltered picture of her got out. And she looked great. But because she and her sisters, in my view, set this unrealistic standards, and I don't get why people follow them. I will never understand that. But that this is how a woman should look, and they can't even live up to their own standards. And so I thought that was a really good thing that that happened, because my hope was people say, wow, you know, what I'm seeing on the screen is filtered. It's not realistic, and they have a ton of money and can hire nutritionists and uh, trainers artists. and all right and do all that and so it's not that's not real life for most of us so just remember that those expectation or standards aren't yours and you don't have to buy into them and don't that's when it's hard I talked about my thyroid that's about you march to your own tune you you know your own drum and all of that and that's what's important to be able to focus on that and take a break get off social media you know your these comparisons are fake they're not realistic because you're not seeing what's real. Mm, that's so empowering. And y you're going to kind of go through some strategies or steps in daily life that we can take because each moment is so important. So please share some strategies or steps we can take because decluttering can be overwhelming and some may not know where can I start. Oh, well, let's start with that. That's a great question. <laughs> Where can I start? So I want you to remember, I think I mentioned earlier in the show, the inner reflectors reflects the outer and vice versa. So as you start to clear up your physics, say you start, I'm going to start and clear up my desk. That's going to help you mentally, right? Ah, clear space. That's going to help clean my mind. So just remember, if you're like, oh my gosh, I got clutter everywhere. That's okay, because when you start on one area, it's going to support you in decluttering in other areas. And one of the things I was bored one day and sat and thought about math, which I'm not really good. I had to correct it because someone's like, you didn't add that up correctly. But if you spend 10 minutes a day, and maybe you can't do 10 minutes a day, so you spend an hour on the weekend, but 10 minutes a day equals over 60 hours in a year. So mm. that's like a week and a half of work. If you spend 60 hours on something, you're going to accomplish it. So just remember that when you feel like, oh, I can only do a few minutes every step adds up. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is write it down. Our minds are meant to create, they're meant to problem solve, they're meant to be in joy and all of that good stuff. So don't say, oh yeah, I'm going to do it and then don't write it down because that's where I see surprisingly a lot of people get stuck. They say they'll get to it, but if they don't write it down on their calendar to-do list, it won't get done. And then the next thing, well, let's hold on a second. I've jumped ahead when we were thinking, where should I start? So 
is there something that's bothering you? You know, you don't feel good because you are not getting out and exercising or it drives you nuts that every time you walk into your home, it's full of clutter. Or maybe you have an impending deadline, right? You are going to get new carpet put in the bedroom. So the bedroom has to be decluttered or you want to uh, really sit down and write. You're committed. Like I'm going to write a book this year. Then maybe your priority is to clean up your office or wherever your writing space is. So that's an important thing. Ask yourself some questions and figure out what is most important for me to tackle right now. Like for, if you're paying your bills late, then we want to get our area cleaned up where we write the checks and take care of that. So if you know you have something in pending deadline or whatever, that's the first step that I would say. And then we're going to write down, okay, I'm going to commit to this 10 minutes a day or an hour on the weekend. And then next, it's really important is to break it down into manageable steps. A lot of times, understandably so, I think we're all like this, if we were overwhelmed because we think, oh my gosh, my whole house has to get cluttered or I, my health is poor. Well, of course we'd get overwhelmed. So break it down into little steps. Now I am old school. I like to have a pen and paper because I get great satisfaction of crossing off my list. Ah, yeah, I accomplished that. So don't say, oh my gosh, I've got to declutter the whole house. You, you've asked yourself some questions, you know, where can I start? Or if you're like, you know what, I'm really overwhelmed mentally, then maybe one of your steps is, I should have a mindfulness practice. Okay, so first step would be maybe ask my friends if they have a mindfulness practice or then have fun in Google and then maybe pick three that look interesting to you and then say, okay, then I'm going to try one, see how that goes, try the other, break it down into manageable steps. Is this making sense? Yes, yes. And what you said about you know, the time, you know, the, 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 the minutes, if you have 10 minutes and how each moment counts and adds up and can make you feel better having a list. And one of the most important things you brought up is how am I feeling? Because to me, how you feel is the litmus test, right? If I mm -hmm. come into my home mm -hmm. and wow, I'm feeling uh, overwhelmed with everything that I'm, or if I'm tired of, you know, the conversations I'm holding with myself, the mental clutter in my mind, or I haven't forgiven myself, or I'm not grateful. Wow, those are such profound uh, strategies just to get us started. And, you know, everything builds upon everything. You know, when I first start out with clients, I can't tell them like, uh, and they think it's like getting teeth pulled, but then I'll get these emails. Hey, you weren't here today. And I did some work on my own and they're excited, right? It's just like anything. It's just about building that muscle and getting it going. And then, you know, before you know it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I did this all by myself. I didn't need someone to come over and say, hey, you've got to do this, right? And yes. so it's just about taking that first step to get started. And you know, you don't have to be a pro, you can do it. And if you need support, then ask for it. There's no shame in that. I think a lot of times, especially I'll just speak for Americans that we like, oh, rugged individualism, have to go it alone. No, it's okay to ask for support. We all need it in some way. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, your my, I had a question about prioritizing uh, what area to work on first. And does clearing one area automatically affect other areas? Absolutely. It really does. So if you start to clear off your desk, you're going to feel mentally better. If you start to clear your mental clutter, then that might give you the motivation to be like, all right, now I can tackle 
my emotional clutter. Now I can tackle my relationship and say to my partner, okay, we've got to declutter our physical stuff. Let's get going. Yes, you can work together. Well, Julie, I think we're up for another commercial break. So stay tuned for more with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, founder of Reawakening Your Brilliance, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified coach. She's the author of Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, We invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. 
Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and joining me is our amazing guest, Julie Carasio. On our show today, recharge and renew, spring clearing of your life clutter. Julie is the founder of Reawaken Your Brilliance, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified coach. She's the author of Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts, and this is so beautiful, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Julie, thank you so much for, you know, really defining clutter, emotional, mental, uh, physical, spiritual. Any strategies, final tips or stories or whatever you like to share uh, in your work with uh, uh, your clients and maybe share a little bit about what you actually do uh, in terms of your services and coaching? Sure. Well, thank you. Let's share a couple stories first because I always think that those uh, concrete examples help people. So one of my favorite is, I had a client and she had a stack of papers when I first started my business, but it really was a profound experience. And it was about two, two, three feet tall. And I said, what are these? And she said, oh, you know, those are clippings and recipes and I'm sending those to people. And I said, okay, we've, you know, we've got a pretty big stack here. How long have you had them? And she's like, oh, a couple of years. So I continue to ask questions and, you know, we all have the answers within Gene. I view my job is to help bring those to the surface. And so as we talked, she finally dawned on her. She said out loud, I'm afraid that if I don't send things to people in the mail, that they won't love me. And as soon Mm. as she was able to articulate that, she knew it was false. So we just chucked it all in the recycling bin. So that is an example to me and why I encourage people to dig deeper. What is your clutter really about? You know, not all the time, but usually there's something like that behind it. And until we kind of figure that out, You know, you can just say, okay, it's like, I don't work with hoarders, but there's a psychological issue there. If you just throw everything out, it's going to go back to how it was unless 
the symptom is treated. So that's what it's really important. Can you dig deeper and don't judge yourself? Look at yourself as an archaeologist, right? You're exploring. This is a fun adventure. Why is it that I hold on to stuff or why is it I keep ruminating on the same thing? What is it that I need to do to be able to move forward? Oh, you know, I need to express to someone they hurt my feelings and I'm upset with them. Oh, I did that. Now I feel better. And wow, I'm not ruminating on something anymore. So it's kind of digging down to get to that why to be able to move forward. I really like that. The question behind the clutter, what's behind the clutter? Wow, that gets at the heart of the matter, doesn't it? Exactly. And so I'm a little different. That's why I like to kind of coach, whether Mm -hmm. if we're doing physical clutter or not, or just straight out coaching. And it's about asking questions and holding space for people to have those aha moments and figuring out what is it as a plan that we can do to move forward because it doesn't help if we figure it out and then don't have steps to do afterwards to again keep moving forward and but I found that when people have those aha moments and can figure out the why then it's much easier to let them go and then it doesn't come back. Mm. And Julie, you help with end-of-life organizing. Can you share maybe that or how you help someone with that? Sure. So I obviously work with people virtually. And so with end-of-life, it's maybe it's gathering all your legal paperwork. And I'm just going to share a quick story. You know, I always recommend working with a professional. But I, when I moved to Los Angeles, I had many jobs. And one was a personal assistant that didn't last very long. But I'll never forget, he had me just take a paper sack of receipts to the accountant. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these aren't organized. You know, it's making me freak out. And I dropped off the thing and I said, I, you know, I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh no, no need to be. And she just smiled and she said, we will get it sorted. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, she's going to hand it to her secretary right there and charge her rate as she should. That's easy money for her. So even if you It would save you money and time if you go to the lawyer's office with everything organized. So it's, you know, getting together legal work, healthcare, so important. You need to make those decisions. Do you want, what do you want your end of life care to be? You know, what's your legacy? So many people think that, oh, I don't have enough money. Well, it's not all about the money. It's not all about your material possessions. What ideals would you want your family to know? What would you say, you know what, this is what I found important in life. And you know, if you do have funds, maybe you want to start a scholarship, but what type of legacy do you want to leave? And then pets, oh my gosh, Gene, as we've been talking about pets, I can't tell you how many people don't make plans for their pets and they end up on the street or they end up in the shelter. Someone doesn't want to deal with it. And you know, this just breaks my heart. And you know, if you have kids, if you something were to happen to you, who do you want to raise them? You want someone with your ideal. So those are just a couple examples of, you know, coming up with that, organizing the paperwork, kind of creating a roadmap as to what you need. You know, end of life ceremony, what would you like? Yes, I love that because, you know, so many times we think about, okay, what resources did they leave behind? But look at the higher ideals of life, you know, uh, as I shared in my article about, uh, you know, the uh, healing after the loss of a pet or whatever, the ideals of unconditional love, you know, what did that person or your pet leave behind uh, that you can, you know, really, you know, as a, a loving memory that you can practice in your everyday life. I love that. And how to be organized and, you know, even discuss some of those topics that you don't really want to discuss about, you know, end of life, right? 
Yeah, and you know, when you do that, it gives people peace of mind. And I got started doing this when, gosh, it's been three or four, maybe five years. My dad, I was still living in North Carolina, so I came home to West Virginia. My dad had my brothers and me meet with his accountant and an attorney because he wanted his wishes known. And, you know, it was really hard. I'm like, no, you know, I don't want to talk about this. But it gave me peace of mind. Now, what my father failed to tell me was I, I figured this whole time we're talking, it's my mom and my dad and okay, everything's good. And then my mother died. She hadn't done this. And he said, oh, you know, she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to think about her own death. And so we had to make decisions. We're grieving. And then we, okay, well, I, he said, you know, we had conversations about being cremated. So, all right, well, that's what we're going to do. You know, she didn't leave what she wanted us to do in that circumstance. So we had to make those decisions. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's such a challenging time. And, you know, my mom was sick for a while. And so you're exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally, all that spiritually. And then you're like, oh, now I've got to make decisions. So another way to view all of this is you are giving your family peace of mind and that they are not going to have to second guess. Was this the right thing? Was this what they wanted? And, you know, you give them that gift. Yes, I love that. And Julie, you have a podcast and uh, your books. Can you tell us more about how how listeners can access your podcast? And Sure. So it's called Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out. And I believe it's everywhere where a podcast is available. I also do it as a video. So it's on YouTube. And if you go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com, you can find a link to the podcast, whether you're on iTunes or listen on an Android, and also all my books, my classes, my affirmations. I've got the whole, as Jean's been kind enough to mention, I have the whole journal prompt series, as well as uh, I have a book based on the mm -hmm. podcast, Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out, and all that good stuff is available on my website. Okay, and how can listeners connect with you? And I think you have a giveaway. I do have a giveaway. So the first person that emails me, Julie at reawakenyourbrilliance.com. Again, if you just go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com, there'll be a say, hey, you want to contact me? So it's super easy. Just put Love Light, Dr. Jean Marie, anything that lets me know that you've been listening a day, and I will have a book of your choice to give All away. Right. Thank you, Julie, for being with us today, and my regards to you and your family and prayers during these challenging times as you your pet transition to thank, the afterlife. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you for having me. All right. Thank you so much. Well, uh, well uh, Julie has really been inspirational sharing us, uh, sharing with us invaluable tips and strategies on clearing clutter. Uh, Tune in on demand and take advantage of Julie's resources and share our show with others. Tune in next week for our show, How to Live a Designer Life in the Midst of Chaos with Petra Nicole. Visit the blog page of my website for your weekly love light practice exercise at www.jeanfarisjourney.com. And you can also visit my additional website for other resources, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, ConsciousLoving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for shining their love light around the world and for making this show a reality. You know, clearing clutter is an empowering act of self-love and self-care. It gives us a sense of clarity, calmness, and control. Take small steps and begin to open the door for new possibilities. Katrina Meyer quotes, quotes Get rid of clutter 
and you may just find that it was blocking the door you've been looking for. And Wayne Misner, keeping baggage from the past will leave no room for happiness in the future. I'm Dr. Jean Marie coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.